Hello and welcome to episode 253 of the In Squash podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and today we have none other than Dean Brown, CEO of the Bow Valley Athletic Club and host of this week's PSA Men's Bronze event, the Canadian Open, Oxford Properties Canadian Open, where Victor Quinn, Joel Macon, the Colombian Cannonball, Miguel Rodriguez, amongst others, will be uh, making up a stack draw. And I'm going to get right into the pod here because I want to get this out there to you right away. But before we do, a word from our sponsor, Open Squash. Their second New York City center, Open Squash Phi Dai, is now open for membership registration with eight new courts, including a glass court for daily use, a squash-centric gym, and a full range of classes and clinics you can come and enjoy at Bryant Park. Open Squash Phi Dai promises to be their next sold-out squash center. Here's the deal. Sign up today, confirm your membership with your first monthly payment, and the first 100 players to sign up get two months for free. Or get one month free if you sign up for FIDI before they open. Check out this and everything else going on at Open Squash at the website www.opensquash.org. This is episode 253 with one of my favorites, old friend, Dean Brown, CEO of the Bow Valley Athletic Club, which is hosting this week's Canadian Open, the Oxford Properties Canadian Canadian Open, kicking off February 13th. Enjoy. Yeah, great. Well, great to have you back on. Friend of the podcast, this is your, uh, I think, your fourth appearance. First one was uh, Super Squash Saturdays. You, uh, That's right, yeah. Urged uh, on my map anyways, and then, uh, then with the uh, grand opening of uh, Bow Valley. And then with the inaugural Oxford Properties uh, last year, and now uh, this one. So great, great to have you back, Dean. Thanks, bud. Yeah. So uh, firstly, I mean, uh, we've got listeners from uh, from parts uh, from outside of Canada, outside of uh, North America, who might not uh, be uh, familiar with you. Uh, of course, in Canada, you're you're fairly well known in the squash circles. But just uh, if you don't mind, Dean, give us a bit of a backstory in terms of. Uh, your squash, uh, and how you wound up uh, where you are today as CEO of uh, Bow Valley uh, Athletic Club in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I mean, uh, as you know, I was, I was a squash player in Canada, a, a junior squash player and a national team member in juniors and and uh, played a lot of squash in, in the senior ranks and a lot of double squash, a lot of single squash, and uh, – was involved with the Cambridge group of clubs in Toronto, the uh, the Cambridge Club, the Adelaide Club, the Toronto Athletic Club, and the MAA in Montreal, mm. and uh, wound up in Alberta about three years ago. And uh, myself and Darren Thompson took over the Bow Valley Club, which has been around since 1983. Um, we we uh, put a couple million bucks into it and renovated it, and. Uh, Last year, hosted the first ever uh, Canadian Open in, uh, in in Calgary um, with a women's focus. And this year, we've turned it to the men and have, uh, you know, as you know, Jerry, have a huge field coming. So it's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be exciting. You've got a great field coming. And also, you've got a, I think you've got a Challenger Series uh, uh, for a women's event uh, running uh, simultaneously. So it sounds uh, sounds great. You, you mentioned uh, the MAA. I didn't realize you were there in Montreal uh, with the MAA. That's a that's a, an iconic venue. Yeah, no, Clive Caldwell and I took that over in, uh, I'm going to say, the early 2000s. 
um, it was going bankrupt. And then uh, our group took it over with 50 members and turned it around. And now actually it's uh, th that, that property has been sold and they're putting a condo in there and rebuilding the club and the condo. We're no longer involved in it, but uh, the MAA is, uh, is still alive and well. That's awesome. Yeah, I had I played there a couple of times. It's a great venue, and uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if it was Yvonne Provincial, if he was the the pro there. Or uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And it, it's actually Jerry. It's the oldest club in Canada. And here's some stats for you. Mm. It uh, it won the first Grey Cup. It won the first Stanley Cup. It won four Stanley Cups. The MAA mm. and the Detroit Red Wings logo comes from the MAA. Really? How, how's yeah, that? yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, James Norris was a member of the MAA. Okay. And it they were called the Winged Wheelers. So the MAA logo was was the Detroit Red Wing logo, but it was upright. So the wing was straight up. And when James Norris took bought the Red Wings, he flipped the, the logo on its side, and that became the Red Wings logo. Wow, amazing. Some, uh, some yeah. historical stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, back to business, uh, Dean. So uh, the inaugural uh, Canadian, I got Canadian Open, as you mentioned, uh, the Oxford Properties had kicked off last year as a women's uh, event. I I, uh, I thought there, there was a men's event as well, wasn't there? A Canadian? Uh... Yeah, there, there was. So uh, uh, Nick Wall won it um, oh. over David Bejeron, who's the, the number one Canadian player. Um, it was a I'm going to say it was a $15,000 event last year, the men's. Uh, this year, it's a 55000 U.S. Um, and just to give you an, uh, some perspective, uh, Wall and Bezeron played in the final last year, and just coincidentally, they played first round this year. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. that's yeah. the difference in the caliber from uh, year to year. Well, that's an exciting first round match, too. I mean, uh, that's, a, that's a good marketing uh, uh, tool there. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this year you you plumped up the men's prize money, as, as you mentioned, it's a PSA bronze level event. And we don't hear of uh, too many of those in Canada. It must be probably the only one uh, on the map in, in Canada. And then you uh, you also have the, the ladies event uh, alongside that with um, I think Nicole Bunyan might be the, the top Canadian lady in the event with several other young uh, women trying to uh, to get their uh, earn their stripes on the challenger series tour so uh, just in, just in terms of uh last year so how did the way last year's uh, event uh the inaugural how did it uh sort of uh play out to determine uh, your approach to this year well so, so last year we, we wanted to support the women there there's a couple of reasons for it one just to help women squash obviously um, Danielle Letourneau was sort of a crowd favorite from Calgary. So it was a, a good thing to sort of get behind her. Um, and then, and then to be honest, the Bow Valley club was an all men's club for, you know, 30 yeah. years. And we wanted to sort of show that it's not the same old club anymore. And that we're all inclusive and we want women playing squash. So it, it was definitely a, a marketing, um, initiative for us to show that we're an all inclusive club now. But now the intention, Jerry, is for us to, with Toronto, to rotate the events every year. So this year we're going to host the men's event. Toronto's going to host a big women's event. And then we'll flip it every year, almost like the tennis does in Canada, where it goes Montreal and Toronto. Okay. Um, Good. Yeah, so we're going to try and do that. We'll, we'll host the men's one year and the women's the next, and Toronto will do the, 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 uh, the opposite. Well, that sounds exciting. That's really exciting. And... Um... 
uh, obviously uh, the power uh, court will take the center stage. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, the last time it was on display or the last uh, big event maybe was the uh, the Canadian Nationals uh, where Victor uh, uh, Victor Berg and the guys uh, were hosting hosting that event. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was Vancouver last year. So it, it's actually uh, they just put it up in BCE Place in Toronto, which had an event. God, I'm going to say 15 years ago when Jonathan was playing. Um, so they've, they've erected that court again in BC place and they're, they're, uh, it's coming from Toronto to here. Um, well it's here now, but, um, there's a, there's a three event series where the power courts being, uh, on display in, in Canada. That's awesome. So, what? Well, uh, just, to, you know, for obviously uh, anyone who follows squash knows, uh, how meaningful Jonathan Power is to the game, uh, let alone to Canadian squash. Uh, I mean, uh, he's a he's the greatest player uh, you know, we've ever had, we've ever seen in North America. So, what? Just uh, maybe you can capture what it means uh, to Canadian squash to have that court as the go-to court for a big-time uh, squash events. Yeah, well, I mean, for sure. I mean, he's kind of he's sort of my oldest friend in, in squash. I mean, I grew up playing squash together. I was a, I'm a couple of years older than him, but um, yeah, it's great to have his name continue on and, and the legacy of Jonathan Power in Canada. I mean, having his name on that court is 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 not only good for him, but uh, just it, it's good for squash. And I think it's a great uh, tribute to you know what what he achieved, which is people in 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 Canada and people who just follow sports and appreciate just what he he really did. And, uh, on a number of levels. <laughs> well, I was just thinking to myself, I mean, the last time, I mean, I, I knew Jonathan pretty well right from when he was quite young, because as you know, he uh, he grew up in his early years. He was in Charlottetown. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, he used to play a bit of junior squash in Halifax, and we'd travel over there and, and play a bit. But uh, the last time uh, I was, uh, the last time I saw Jonathan uh, hung up with him was, in, was at the... Uh, Quebec Open, and I know I don't know if you played in this one or not. The Quebec Open, it was circa '93, and he yeah. played. Um, I think I lost in the second round, but obviously he got to the final. He played Jamie, Jamie Crombie, in the final, and we were all yeah. all those boys from Nova Scotia. We drove up in the van, or, and had, yeah, it was a pretty good time. We were in our hotel room and just getting ready uh, before the final, and uh, knock, knock, knock. There's Jonathan. Uh, it was like an hour before his match. He came in, <laughs> <laughs> and then he went and played Crombie. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I think he lost in five. Uh, I, been, or I don't know how old he was, but uh, unbelievable. Just oh yeah. So I, I've got a good Quebec. So I'm uh, two and a half years older than him. So you know, I I beat him for a long time. I was older and. I was definitely a guy that he was wanting to beat in juniors. <laughs> and we, so he would have been about 15. I would have been 18. And I knew it was a matter of time before this kid's going to absolutely start crushing me. Yeah. And so we played in the Quebec junior open final. And I guess his dad was just kind of like, I don't want Jonathan to beat Dean Brown yet for whatever reason. <laughs> so he's, so he's up to love on me and I am absolutely snapping because I'm losing this little punk. And <laughs> his dad actually came over and coached me after the second game and say, Dean, you're the number one junior in the country. Uh, you got to get your shit together here. Stop acting like an idiot. Calm down. 
Anyway, I came back and beat him. Oh, really? And then him, him and his dad got in the hugest scrap. I can't believe you coached Dean Brown against me, your own son in the final. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I beat him. And then the next time I played him was in Ajax. And I got, I think I got three points and the rest is history. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's funny story. something John John Senior would do. Yeah, he he was always pushing the envelope, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. John and I still joke about that. I I still can't believe he coached you, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, he probably yeah he probably still uh, pissed off about it, isn't he? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the men's event is stacked. Uh, uh, you've got number one seed Victor Quinn, and he just happens to be uh, joining me tomorrow for the pod. We were supposed to do it yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, he's actually staying at my place. I'm we're picking him up in an hour here. So okay. Um, yeah. Well, you, you, yeah. So yeah, you no, know, it, it's great. Uh, it's great, Jerry. We've got uh, Kroon. We've got you know uh, Miguel Rodriguez, who's just an exciting guy to watch. Yeah. Uh, Joel Macon. Um, uh, Mueller's Fine. playing, so it's, it's a really good field. The Jet, Dimitri. Stein. What's that? You have the Jet, the Jet, Dimitri. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good group of guys, and uh, you know, it, 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 what's exciting about it too is any sort of four or five guys can win this thing. It's not like you know we yeah. we'd heard Diego was going to come, which would have been great, but at the same time, I think you know he would have probably cruised to a victory. Mm. Um, so now we've got a really competitive field where we got four or five guys that can win it. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, this guy, uh, I mean, uh, Bayard Jean, uh, he got a bad draw. I'd say, I mean, Nick, Nick Wall is one of these guys who I think he, he's a content. He, he's a dark horse, but he's very, very good. Uh, no, 100%. There's a, there's a few guys like that, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And, you know, Calgary has never had a tournament of this caliber ever, like mm. ever. So uh, we're excited to to bring this kind of squash to the city and to the, to the country, but it's uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. You know, I I've seen a lot of squash in my life. Yeah. Um, but I'm uh, I'm really really pumped about this event. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, uh, any any event also. I mean, the the cannonball. I just watched. Um, there's this. Uh, I saw it, it was on Instagram. It just came up. Shot of the decade or something. And. Um, he was playing at uh, the cannonball was playing uh, Mohammed El Sherbagi. I don't know if you've seen yeah. him, but uh, uh, he had Sherbagi on a string and uh, Sherbagi hit a kind of a loose high boast. And um, Miguel kind of walked up to the ball and you couldn't even see his racket. It was, he kind of hit it. And then he walked up and flicked the ball to the back of the court. And uh, like Mohammed had no idea. No one knew where it was. And oh really? I... Then he hits it off, and Mohammed just gets it off the back wall, and then he he runs up and volley drops it uh, on, in the front row. Oh, I, I have um, seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's got to be it, it's up there with like the one of the best sort of put together rallies ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna get and, you're and gonna get guy too. He lived in Toronto for a while, so I, I got to know him a little bit. He he played at the Toronto Racket Club for a little bit. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, he's a guy, I, I think his, his rackets, I mean, everyone talks about how quick and his diving and stuff, but his racket skills and his hands are, are under, you know, underappreciated, I think. No, 100%. Totally agree. Yeah. And you've got a few Canadians in there as well. Obviously, the national champion, Bayard Jean, Nick, big Nick Sackfee's in there. 
uh, Gene Turk's yeah. son, I, I think, Con your your uh, your club pro, the head pro. Yeah, yeah, Connor. Uh, we hired Connor, so the, I mean, the club is rocking now. We've got 350 squash members, so need a full time pro. And uh, so has uh, the Colin apple fallen far from the tree? What's that? Has the apple fallen far from? No, the tree? it has not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So we hired Connor in September, you. and. Uh, He's brought just a new energy to the club and uh, a great guy. And, uh, you know, we, we really, other than the Schnells, we've got really the all the best players in the, in the province at, at uh, the Bow Valley now. So we would have 10, 15 guys that used to be, you know, nationally ranked as a junior. And uh, the squash caliber at the Bow Valley is, is really, really high. So it's, it's fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, Nadine, uh, I mean, we fleshed that out really nicely um, uh, uh, is there anything else that we're missing there about the, about the event? Uh, anything you wanted to add? No, I don't think so. I mean, Oxford, I would like to just sort of Oxford Properties, which is our landlord and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. obviously a, a big, uh, a big player in the real estate game in Canada. They've, uh, they've stepped up again and financially supported us and also given us the venue. So I, I got to just say thank you to them for, not only their support of the event, but all of the club as well. They've been a huge partner for, for us. Mm. Um, Mike, Mike Knapp of uh, air sprint private aviation. He's a Calgary guy, kind of the net jets of, uh, of, of Canada. He runs that company and this guy, you know, you, you call him up and ask him to support any sort of squash thing. And he's always there. So um, look, this, this event, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, Three hundred thousand dollar event when when it's all said and done, getting the court here, and uh, so we just could not have done it without those two people. So, um, you know, a huge shout out to them for their support. Absolutely, many thanks to those guys. Uh, the event sounds absolutely amazing. Now, before you go, Dean, I, I need to ask you uh, just a couple of questions about the about Bow Valley. You, I had you and Darren Tom. I actually. Uh, sent a message out to Darren earlier today, invited him to come, come on with us, but I, I'm guessing he just got home. So, uh, he, I think he might've. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but, but anyways, I had you guys back uh, on here maybe two years ago or so, uh, right around the time when Bow Valley was about to reopen uh, and you're all in now it's all systems go. And I've seen uh, sort of the growth of the club and all the, the new initiatives that you've had. It's uh, all inclusive, as you just mentioned. So uh, how things played out uh, for the club since, uh, you know, we had that discussion a couple years back. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's been fantastic. I mean, we, it was definitely a big risk. And I think a lot of people looked at us like we were nuts trying to get a club going uh, out of COVID. Um, but, we, we believed in it and uh, it's, it's honestly, Jerry, like been in, in clubs for God, 30 years now almost. And uh, I'm, I'm so proud of what we've done and what we've done. I, I think it's really is one of the, the best clubs in the country. It's uh, it's beautiful inside and it's a, it's a fun vibe. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of, of everything we've done. So it's, it's great. Yeah. I'm going to have uh I'm hoping to have anyways this week, uh, like a panel on growing the game. And I just wanted to get your thoughts because there's a lot of negativity out there, obviously for good reason, you know, the growth of squash, uh, we see it everywhere, clubs closing and things like that. But obviously, uh, you know, with what you guys have done there in Calgary, it, it's a tough go out there these days, just in terms of uh, generally, what are your thoughts then on, on the growth of squash 
uh, based on your experience having uh, started this club in, in a, at a risky time for you guys and you've seen it grow and you've seen uh, obviously you and you and D, you and uh, Darren know what you're doing in terms of the squash so what are your thoughts on on sort of the growth of squash from your standpoint yeah so so I, I think where you got to start is is the junior game and and in Canada the junior squash is is healthy as it's ever been if not more healthy I mean there's so many kids playing so that's a, a, a massive positive, obviously. Um, and Jerry, I, I think what's happening with squash, it's, it's look, it had a boom in the late eighties and clubs started popping up everywhere. And there's no doubt that was the, the, the glory years of squash. I'm going to say sort of, you know, mid eighties kind of thing. Mm. Um, and there's no doubt COVID has not helped. And a lot of clubs have closed. Um, but I think what's happening is that the number of clubs have shrunk, obviously, but the clubs that have survived are thriving. I mean, they're like you, if you look at Calgary, there's nowhere to play squash downtown other than our club. And so the result is you know, you've got three clubs memberships all at our club now. So it's it's the club is is absolutely thriving. So I think what's happening is you have less clubs, but almost have a, a more of a thriving atmosphere at the clubs that have survived. Mm-hmm. Um and uh in some ways, I think it's almost good for the game that it's 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 sort of brought people that love squash to to less clubs, and those clubs that have have, uh, have made it are are you know doing so well as a result. Yeah, so I, I'm really uh, glad that things are working out for you for you guys there, and it really does look like uh, just judging from what I've seen on Instagram and uh, you know all the posts coming from Calgary uh, that things are uh, are indeed uh, thriving there. So uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this today. I want to wish you uh, all the best with the with the open. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, is there going to be a live feed or anything like that live? Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a, a result of being a bronze event, squash TV is coming in. Um, OK, so so they're they're doing are it you, are all you be and, on the mic. What? Pardon me. Are you going to be uh, doing color commentary? I might a little bit, but here's a kind of a funny story. So Darren played on the tour when he was about 20 in, in, in Europe and lived with Johnny Williams, who I don't uh-huh. know if you know Johnny, but well, he was on, uh, yeah, so Johnny's on flying ago. in today to do the squash TV and Darren and Johnny lived together in Europe and in, in Zug, Switzerland for a oh. year. Okay. And they haven't seen each other for 30 years. <laughs> okay. So Johnny's coming in today and, and that'll be a pretty fun thing for Darren to see him again. That's all. Yeah, I just uh, had Johnny on the podcast maybe about a month and a half or so ago. And he, I mean, obviously, you know, he knows his squash and Darren definitely knows his squash. And uh, we'll have a few uh, great anecdotes, I'm sure, to uh, share about the Canadian flavor of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Darren's thing about Johnny is he used to do 38, 400 meter sprints on the two minute three times a week. (laughs) He said he was an absolute (laughs) fitness animal. Yeah, yeah, uh, both on and off the court. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think Darren Darren's done that in his lifetime. <laughs> Darren's done thirty eight four hundreds in forty years. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dean, uh, really good, uh, really good catching up with you. And again, uh, thanks so much for doing it today. All the best with the event and continued uh, success at Bow Valley, buddy. Thanks a lot, Jerry, and congrats to you for getting all these guys on here. I mean, I know the squash lovers love your thing, and. Uh, it's pretty awesome what you've done too. Thanks to Nick Rasula as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Okay, bud. Thanks.
Well, many thanks to Dean for that, and want to wish uh, him and the Bow Valley Athletic Club all the best at the the Oxford Properties Canadian Open kicking off tomorrow. And uh, again, uh, please stay tuned for that. That's going to be uh, televised on Squash TV. I believe Johnny Williams and Vanessa Atkinson will be doing the the commentary for that, along with uh, old boy De- uh, Darren Thompson and Dean Brown. Hopefully we'll get a, a chance to hit the mic again. Uh, remember Dean uh, doing the Tournament of Champions back in 1996 with Canadian... Uh, TSN color commentator Vic Router. Uh, the, the two of them did a great job with that. So Dean, no doubt, uh, will be uh, doing some stuff on Squash TV as well. So stay tuned for that. The Canadian Open, Oxford Properties Canadian Open, kicking off uh, tomorrow, and it'll be on Squash TV. Many thanks to all of you for listening. We've got Victor Quinn. I just finished speaking to him, actually, and he's going to be uh, up next as well. He's the number one seed at the Canadian Open and uh, really had a great chat with him. I know you're going to enjoy that one. Stay tuned for that. We've got Ben Ford coming up. We've got our Growing the Game squash panel. We've got plenty uh, in the hopper, so stay tuned for all of those uh, podcasts which are upcoming over the next couple of weeks. Many thanks for listening, and we'll be talking to you soon. Goodbye now.